Hey everyone and welcome to the Millennial Motivation Podcast with me, James Hatney. Let's get inspired and let's get motivated. Happy, happy hump day. Yes, millennials, we are halfway through the week. A week that could be going two ways for you. You You could have been waking up about this week dreading, dragging yourself towards that job, you're waking up late, you're rushing towards work, you aren't even waking up till 11am, even though you've been sat at your desk for three hours, you then get home and spend it watching TV, complaining and moaning how nothing changes, or you could be spending that time by working towards your dream, treating your job as just a temporary situation and your dream as permanent, working towards your dreams, towards your success and building the foundations towards your future success by unlocking the key to that door by really building upon your morning routine and your evening routine. Because millennials, what I do is I specialize, this is what I specialize in. I work with millennials who want to change what they do between 5 a.m. and 8 a.m. and then also from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m., give or take an hour, whenever, replacing poor habits and routines with better habits and routines. So it becomes a lifestyle of you working to a life of direction, purpose, self-fulfillment, happiness, and to fulfill your potential. Because I guarantee millennials that you haven't even touched on that greatness that you have inside of you. And that's by booking your 30-minute coaching call for us to review your habits and your routines and to talk about your dream. And that's at www.launchwithjames.com. Let's get launching your movement. Let's get you launching towards the direction that you want to go in. And would you mind as well leaving a five-star review on whatever platform you listen to the podcast, subscribe, leave a five-star review and a comment. Thank you very, very much. And today's podcast, as you've seen by the name of the title, is about a phone set up to make you more mindful of what you use your phone for. And this has come from an article that I was reading the other day on medium.com and I'll also link to this um, article in the show notes by Nicholas Goke. And it's all about how to be more mindful around your phone. Because guys, what is one of the biggest transformations that we have seen during our millennial life? The 25 to 30 years that we've been on this planet. Is it from seeing how a nobody can have an hour of reality TV or even a sex tape and then have thousands to millions of people talking about them, idolizing them? Or is it the computer? Or is it the internet speeds? Or maybe even the rise of the television and how there is actually no need for an aerial to be sat on top of the telly that you need to you need to move around just to get a good picture on the box. But the one big thing that stands out for me is the mobile phone. We have gone from the indestructible black and white screens Nokia 3310 with a battery life of three weeks, which you could play Snake on. And man, I used to love that game. I used to love playing Snake. But it ain't the same now you can get it in colour, you know. It isn't the same. But we've gone from the Nokia 3310 to which we can just make phone calls, you can play Snake and send a few texts on there, to now the iPhones, the Samsungs, the curved screens, the... The curved screens, the 40 million megapixel cameras, waterproof and being able to run your whole life on these devices. Would you agree that we are a generation that is reliant upon these good devices because we've grown up with these devices. They are like our best friends and they are connecting us to the other side of the world. And I mean, do you know, I was in Australia, I'll touch on this quickly. I was in Australia last year and I could ring home for free and speak as clear as day to family like I was standing right next to them. And I remember when I was younger going abroad and having to go to a telephone box at night and using this card that you had to top up. I don't know if you remember this. When you were on holiday, we had to go to like a phone booth or go to a shop and top up the card, go to the phone booth and then type in a load of different numbers like 
448900. Then put in your home number and numerous different ways just to get them all matching up. And you were calling and you try and call back home, but then the person you're trying to call may be out because they weren't expecting your call. So you had to then agree on what times to give everybody a call just so you didn't miss them. It was so complicated. So when I was in Australia and been able to make a call back home to England so easily, I was amazed. And this is, and this easiness of use and the amount of things that we can now do on our phones because our phones aren't just there for calling people and texting anymore that's the least that people do on the phones these days it has led to being people this has led to people being addicted to them to unmindful usage of people sat scrolling on their phones across facebook instagram snapchat playing games for hours on end hearing a bus or the alert and suddenly grabbing the phone looking for that part-time fix of dopamine that we, we, we so become so addictive of now. Wouldn't you agree that we'd like to be less addictive and more mindful to how we use our mobile phones? So when I stumbled across this article, I just knew it would be powerful to, to get out there and give this information to you and how we can be more mindful about our usage of our mobile phone. So there's a couple of points. So there's four points I'd like to touch upon just of how we can be more mindful. The really, really simple points. They can help us drastically in being more mindful about how we use our phone. So the, so the first point this article talks about is minimizing sound triggers. And the goal of this first step is that your phone only makes you aware it exists when it would be a good idea for you to pick it up. How many times have you heard your phone ping in another room or upstairs and you raced upstairs to get the phone because you're like, oh my god, oh my god, I've got a notification. It's about minimizing these triggers to eliminate them. So ringing alerts and yes, 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 vibration. Vibration is a sound trigger. Why? Because you hear it as well as feeling it. Who are people trying to kid that when they put their phone on silent with vibration that they are acting as if they don't really care and they're not addictive? Because I bet you any money as soon as that phone vibrates they are picking that phone up and by cutting out any alert and putting it on silent it gives you the peace and quiet at last. So you want reacting to the phone pinging. You are reacting to when you want to pick up that phone and that should help kind of and that should help to cut out the people diving for their phone as soon as they think they have heard an alert or heard or felt the most subtle vibration. And it's a big thing. So just pop your phone on silent. See how it goes. Try it for an hour. Leave your phone somewhere and put your phone on silent for an hour. And build into it an hour, two hours, three hours. And then try a day. See how that feels. The second one is minimize visual triggers. And this is a big, and this is a big one for me. Because have you ever been out with someone for a meal or with a drink? You'll see a partner or a friend or some family members. You've been out for a meal meal or a drink and they pick out their phone and they put it on the side, on the table, all in view. So you can all see the phone. You are just put it on the side just in case it rings. And you're trying to say that I want to talk to you. But if this phone rings, I'm going to be picking up this phone because it's on the, on the table. You are trying your best to ignore the phone, but you know what? It's catching your attention even more because it is in your eyesight and you can see it out the corner of your eye. And it's grabbing your attention even more because you're sat there thinking, as you're talking to somebody, I wonder if my phone's gone off. I wonder if my phone's gone off. And in this article, it gives a really good example that when people say, can I see that? What we usually mean is, can I touch it? And that there's a saying that babies always look with their hands. But guess what, millennials? It's not just toddlers. To silence your phone's visual, come check me, just in case, screams. Hide it from view. How about leave it into your... 
How about leave it in your bag, behind your laptop screen as you work, in a drawer or anywhere out of sight so it's not in contact with you? Because this will stop your attention being drawn to it, subconsciously or unsubconsciously. Track how often that you grab your phone in the next hour, then hide it and track it again. You'll be more likely be amazed about how just a simple switch of location and no visible contact how less you will check your phone. And when I'm working on this podcast, what I do is I either put it behind the laptop screen, I leave it upstairs, I turn it on silent, and I mean silent with no vibration, just so it doesn't catch my attention because I'm fully focusing on something that is more important. Even when I'm coaching with a client or working in any form, I leave my phone more than likely upstairs so I haven't got the ears to grab it as I know it's close by. The third point is to streamline your usage, the mindful lock screen and on the article there's a great photo which i'll also share on my instagram at millennialmotivationpodcast.com where he's got a plain black and white screen with the words why am i in your hand and this is his home page so this is his lock screen page and his home screen page and on there it's just like a a boring gray photo something that you don't want to be the one to look at it or you don't mean it doesn't grab your attention and i love it because it's not bright and colorful first of all it's not grabbing your attention but also it's got the question on there of why am I in your hand? And it's a great visual prompt because it's so easy to do and you can find this image over the internet and it'll even create it yourself. It's you getting control back over the phone because it's making you question whenever you go to pick up that phone, why are you going to use that phone? And is it for the right reasons? It means everything you see on there, you see for a reason. You know, it's black and white, it's boring, it's not grabbing your attention. It's a picture with zero movement and lots of blank space because he says in the article that that induces calmness rather than sensory overload of applications after applications. In the black and white background, it shows a desert. It's reminding him that his smartphone is like a world in a grain of sand and it's usually only a single grain of what he is looking for. And it asks him a thought-provoking question, which actually forces him to be honest with himself. And he labels a few other questions as well that you could use, which they're more suited for you, but you could also use your own questions of what you could also put on the background of your phone. Questions like, what are you looking for? Why are you here? And why are you holding me? And I think that's my favorite one out of these points. I'm going to be honest with you because it's something that I don't do. But guess what? It's going to be on my phone in a short while. And the final point is a home screen that feels like home. And in the article, he says, no matter how small, the space behind anyone's home front door says welcome. But when we enter our phone, most of us end up in an absolute minefield. And there's two types of minds, or I think it's going to mean applications, that you should sweep right away out of your path. These are dust catchers, the first one. So dust catchers is the first one. The rule behind this particular mind, so to speak, is a great decluttering rule is to throw out anything that you haven't worn in 6 to 12 months. Declutter your app closet. You can always download them again. So declutter anything, any applications that you haven't used in 6 to 12 months. And the second point is slot machines. Apps you open and immediately get lost in. News, stocks, all social media, games, shopping and dating apps. Just for an example. Because how many times do you go on your phone to 
checks an event that's happened on the news and you think i'm just gonna look at this one article next thing you know you're on youtube watching videos of dogs or you're you go into facebook just to check somebody just to stalk somebody as a lot of people do and you're on there and we all do it let's admit it we all stalk some people on facebook but you're on facebook and you go to stalk somebody you go to look at someone's profile but next thing you know you're looking at something completely different 10 minutes later it's all about getting rid of these applications you get immediately lost in example slot machines because how many people do you see in casinos or i know in england we have them in pubs where they literally just sit on slot machines putting money in after money getting lost in that environment so just to recap of them points once again the first point was to minimize sound triggers by putting your phone on silent and that means silent without any vibration the second point was to minimize visual triggers so that means whenever you are sitting down whenever you're with somebody and your phone normally sits on the side or in visual view Put your phone somewhere that you can't see it, in a bag, in a drawer, behind your laptop, wherever. The third point was the mindful lock screen. And that is where he's got just a blank black and white picture on the back of his phone, which doesn't really gain any interest. And he puts the, the, the question on there of why am I in your hand? And the fourth, the fourth point is a home screen that feels like home. That's not cluttered and that's very simplistic and very welcoming that you aren't sat there looking at a minefield of applications distracting you. So thank you so much for a great article, which I'm going to, as I mentioned, link in the show notes, medium.com by Nicholas Goak. And all these are going to help cut out the distractions and help you to be more productive We and have more time to yourself, clear your mind and get rid of the aimless hours that we spend scrolling through social media, for applications, playing games, hour after hour. And this will allow you to be more present in your life, amplifying your happiness, positivity and giving you control back over that phone other than it controlling you. And millennials, if you are looking to build a more positive mindset, if you are looking to be better than you were yesterday and can create that momentum that's going to drive you forward towards your goals and towards your dreams through the habits and your routines on a daily basis, let's get launching. It's time to get launching. There's no better time than now to launch your dreams. So millennials, head over to www.launchwithjames.com and let's get launching your dream. And millennials, remember your habits and your routines all work towards your dreams. Thank you for listening to the Millennial Motivation Podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you could head over to iTunes and subscribe to the show, as well as leave us a rating, that would be amazing. And if you have any questions, head over to Instagram at Millennial Motivation Podcast and drop me a DM.